When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone, it's Anne-Marie again here with you today. Now let me ask you a couple of questions. Do you wonder why drama and dissatisfaction keeps you from showing up in your life and in your business the way you want to? Now no matter how hard you try to create a business and personal life that you love, these challenges are never far away. Now if you want to learn the key steps that you need to take to be able to run your life and your business on your terms, this show is for you. Now joining me today is Alexis Logan and Alexis is the founder of Embodied Authority and she helps women visionary leaders and change makers embrace who they really are. She's helped some of the most successful thought leaders and coaches permanently increase their self-worth and body confidence to become the hottest leaders in their industry while create a personal life that rocks. So sit back for another jam-packed show as Alexis shares the two biggest mistakes that successful women make that can create drama and dissatisfaction in their businesses and personal lives, the three steps to building a strong inner foundation for yourself so that you have the energy to create your business and personal life the way you want it, even when things feel like they are spiraling into chaos. I'm sure we can all relate to that at one time or another. She'll also be sharing how to create a support system. So this can include family, friends, colleagues, and so forth. So to create this support system so that you can create your vision without having to fight for what you want. So let's welcome Alexis to the show. Hello, hello. (laughs) It's great that uh, you can join me today and really sharing with us how to run our lives and businesses on our terms, which is so very important because many ambitious entrepreneurs, we're kind of playing to the drum of someone else's tune often if we don't implement these steps you're sharing. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we are so into running our business on our terms Mm. that we sometimes forget that, you know, we have to run our life, not exactly the same way, but with the same intentions that we run our business. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So, okay. So thinking about then uh, about these ambitious uh, women, what are some of the common mistakes that you see that ambitious women while trying to build their business that does end up creating the drama in their business and of course their personal lives? 
Well, first and foremost, number one is lack of communication. Mm -hmm. So we feel like we are communicating and we're doing it all day to build relationships in our business. But sometimes we forget that we have to also communicate with our loved ones, not just, oh yeah, you know, you walk out of your home office and you're like, oh yeah, things are great and all of that. But really learning to share more about what's going on in your business with your partner. It's the one thing that I think is often overlooked because we think that, oh, you know, he or she, they're not an entrepreneur or they don't understand what I'm doing or it's going to take too long for me to explain things to them. So we tend to keep our cards closed when it comes to our business and we don't exactly share what's going on behind closed doors. Mm. It's so important, isn't it? Because or we may assume that they're familiar with what we're doing. And I think if we put them ourselves in their shoes and we're not understanding we don't have the clarity we can see how things can get confusing and and often frustrating too so I I love that step and uh, or being aware that this could certainly be an issue I know that there's been times with my husband if I'm not sharing stuff and he's not able to support me there can be a bit of tension there so very very uh, important are there any other mistakes yes so one thing that I I'm always surprised at, but then kind of not really <laughs> because we don't, if we don't take obvious, if you are not used to being who you are in your business and being who are in your personal life, this can kind of be like, okay, what's she talking about? But when you are not sure about your vision, like you don't have a clear intention with your business, it's highly likely you don't have a clear intention with your personal life. So what I mean to say is that your vision has to be the same, but you have to have one. It has to be in your heart space. You have to resonate with it. Mm -hmm. What we make as the biggest mistake as leaders is that we don't bring our message down into our bodies. Like we don't lead with it. And at times when you're trying to get people on board in your personal life to really believe in you, to stand behind you, like you would a mentor, your colleagues, you have to be that driving force. You have to be the number one advocate for your vision or else things tend to fall apart. Mm -hmm. Also too, I can imagine that if we're honest with ourselves and we have a look and we get really clear about the vision that we have for our business and we don't check in to see how's that going to impact the things that are going on in in my life I can see that if we're not communicating with our partners and our spouses our vision one can can kind of conflict with the other one can be quite contradictory and that's where we find that uh, struggles can certainly arise when one is impacting negatively on the other do you find that? Yes, definitely. And I also find that partners are not so, I guess, not as trusting, if you will, Mm -hmm. of you when you're wavering on what you want. Yeah, yeah. And I think we need to get clarity on, it's so important, we all know the importance of of getting vision of where we're heading, what we want, the dream, you know, that we want for our business. Very important to to have that for our our life as well. And as you say, if if we're floundering, we may even realize that, hey, maybe I'm not as clear as I thought I was in the vision that I've created for my business, because the things that are happening in your personal life may certainly be impacting and you're not stepping fully into taking the right action action steps. So, so very important. So what do you say that we need that's going to enable us to build a business and life that we love without having to compromise? There's that C word, compromise. Uh, Is that possible? (laughs) What, What do you think? You know, I think it definitely is. As long as you are bringing everyone in 
on Mm -hmm. what it is that you want to create. So I'll give you an example. Two years ago, my boyfriend that I'm currently obviously with now, we have a child together, but we very early on in our relationship unexpectedly got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like this, holy crap, what am I going to do with my life? I'm going to have to give up what I thought I was building because, you know, I was at a point where I definitely was making consistent income, but I was like, I'm going to have to reach even further to make more to support our child and all this and all that. Mm -hmm. And I actually had to sit down. I had a meeting with both of my my mother, who's so supportive of me and my partner and basically said, hi guys, I know that I'm becoming a mom, but I'm not giving up what I'm doing. Mm. So I'm not going to ask you. And I said very clearly, I'm not asking for your permission on this. I'm asking for you to support me. And this is what I want to do. And how do you think you can help? Mm -hmm. I love it. I have not had to do that. Yeah. I've not had to compromise in that sense that I brought everyone in. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, as you're talking about that and I'm I'm kind of visualizing and me stepping into compromisation, when we feel like we have to compromise, it really does impact negatively on so many different aspects and different levels of our life and 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 of course in this instance if it impacts our business so much so that if we don't do what you just the steps that you just took which I think are just brilliant because you've looked at the situations you've got clarity on it and you've identified what you want and you've stated that and you've communicated that so that the you've opened up that opportunity that space that people around you can then step in to support you they know how to do that now if we don't do that we feel like we have to compromise oftentimes you know when what's wrong nothing well actually there is let's have a look if we can deal with that I think that that then will be there underneath the surface continuing to eat away at us yes if if we don't address it and do the steps that you just shared that you did yeah, you can become angry, you can become resentful, and then mm. all of a sudden you, you start repelling opportunities. And it's like anytime you feel that you are about to compromise on something, most of the time you have not communicated enough yes. or you haven't stood in, stood strongly with your vision enough. It's not just – it's not enough to have confidence. You have to have conviction. People mm. will follow conviction mm. very, very closely, at least if you allow them to step up and step in. Because oftentimes you're making decisions for people and you're kind of not allowing them to step up and show – well, what is this person capable of supporting me in? Is, mm. Could this person even have the same feeling? And oftentimes I find with my partner that we have the same feeling, but if I don't voice it, then he's going to think that there's something going on that mm. isn't. Yeah. And most of the time we meet in the middle, but we have to give the opportunity for them to meet us halfway. Yeah. I love what you're saying. You know, I can't remember who I heard this from, but it was in one of the personal development, you know, courses that I took. And it said, it's interesting how often when you take a step back and there's conflict there because there's no clarity and there's been no communication, all of the things that you've been speaking about today, when you take each of those people aside and then you ask them, what is it that you really want? The goal, the vision, which we're talking about here is the same. It's yet that the way that two individuals can think about it, can process information around it, can speak about it. That may be different, yet the vision is the same. And when there's no communication there, when there's no clarity, when there's no conviction, that's when things get really muddy and that's when things get really confusing, which is so unfortunate because, yes, the goal, the vision may have been the same. It's just how each partner wanted to to get to that maybe in a little bit differently. And we don't know that about our, our partners if we don't have that communication with them. Love that. So, Alexis, what about some skills? Let's talk about some essential skills that you think every visionary, ambitious woman needs to lead in her business and, of course, in her personal life as well. 
Definitely. So the first skill that we, you know, we all need is that you have to own who you are and honor it. Mm -hmm. And this is a skill because we don't just say, oh, I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden, you know, we're doing it. Oftentimes we're tripping over resistance or challenges. And so learning how to own who you are, you know, knowing that you are your foundation and honoring what your true desires are in kind of the wake of everything that's happening around you really gets you clued into what you really want. So Mm -hmm. you have to operate from that place first. And it's a skill that we practice every single day, whether you know it or not. You're always getting gut checks. Is this what I really want? So the more you can hone that skill, the easier it's going to be for you to actually communicate who you are and what you want to your partner or to to any of your loved ones that Mm -hmm. you would like support from. I think that's such an essential skill to have. And I know as women, many of us are very heart-centered and and sometimes depending on just how heart-centered that that we are, we take it to the extreme. We're consistently always trying to be of support and service to, to others to the point where what we want, what we desire, our vision becomes very murky or even we've forgotten who we are. So I think that that's just so very important because we're trying to adapt. Not that there's any wrong with that but when it jeopardizes who we are what our uniqueness is and own and honor who we are and our vision that's when it's a real check isn't it uh, Alexis where we say hey let's just get really clear on that again what is it that I really want am I hiding in in this situation do you find that sometimes it's a real wake-up call for women who have tended to give 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 to all of those around her Definitely. And I find that the most surprising part is that their results that they're getting are directly related to that give, 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 and not enough receive, receive, receive. Mm. And so you can always go back to the results that you are getting and look at what action did I take? If you were to do a chart, which I have all of my clients do of their give, I I call it their give, receive analysis. Mm -hmm. When they're not, you know, when they're not creating the results they want, where they're not making the money they want, where they don't have the time to spend with their family, their give category is way too high. Yes, yes. It actually needs to be about half to compare to what they're receiving. So mm-hmm. if we could think of receiving as like 100%, like a full cup, then you need to be giving about half of that because mm-hmm. your giving quality at that point when you are so full is so high that you actually will spend less time giving because you're giving more quality to other people and mm-hmm. they're going to feel full as well. Yeah. And I mean, there's a huge, huge insight around that for, you know, for so many women and even men, you know, heart-centered men who are listening today to the call, you need to, to really really monitor this and say, am I giving, am I stretching myself too thin? And am I blocking people? There may be people around you who want to support you. However, you're just not opening yourself up to receiving. So a a huge, huge insight here. What other skills uh, are essential? Trust. And this one can seem really simple, but when you, because we're all heart-centered, we all have vision. And oftentimes, nine times out of a 10, you know, our visions do not include a blueprint or formula. We have to develop it ourselves. We have to walk through it. And so you have to trust what you are seeing. You have to trust your guidance. You have to trust the bigger picture, even if you don't exactly know the how, because that level of trust that you have in yourself will ripple out to other people so that they can support you. Mm. But you have to have your trust be very, very high. There is no formula. So I want everyone to let go of the formula, go of the blueprint, because you're creating this as you go along. And as you're melding it with your personal life, 
life, it's not going to look the same as anybody else. Mm -hmm. And so we have to get really on board with trusting that our difference is what is really going to pull us forward. Mm. I think that's another huge insight because if we're kind of holding ourselves back because there's not that level of trust that you're just talking about is such an essential skill that we have, there's something deeper. There's an opportunity there to explore, you know, what's going on that is not enabling me to trust, to step out and just trust that this is the the way that it's meant to be. So it certainly will open us up to the possibility of reviewing that, exploring that and, and seeing why. I think trust... As you know, trust in any relationship is particularly, you know, the relationships that we have, trust in ourselves. Do we really trust ourselves, you know, to do that? Or has something happened previously that maybe didn't result in, in the way that we wanted to? And therefore, some of that trust factor has diminished and we need to, to strengthen that. So very, very important. Are there any other essential skills you want to talk about? Yeah, definitely just two more. The next one is managing your emotions Mm -hmm. and your energy. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we get caught up in mindset and I think mindset can be a trap sometimes because we think, oh, if I just change my mind about something or if I just change how I, if I reframe it, then, you know, something mystical will happen and it'll catch and I'll be able to move forward. But what people don't realize is that your emotional state actually guides more of your results than anything else. Mm. It's that kind of that, that wave that moves through you, like that gut feeling and all of that. That is what moves us. So we need to learn to manage and be in touch with our emotions mm. because when we spend too much time in shame or guilt or fear, we totally take ourselves out of the game and we lose motivation. And more importantly, we lose energy for what we want. Yes. You have to learn to manage your emotions and emotions. These are things that power you through when you've got to dig, dig really deeply to move forward on something. When you're in the greatest fear, your emotions are what carry you through. Mm. So we need to have a bit of a, I love mindset stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of Tony Robbins, you know, and all the big people out there, but we also need to manage our inner state as well. Yeah. I think that's so important because let's face it. We may know something logically. We may know the practical steps and the behavior and the habits that that are going to be supportive. Yet if there is some underlying unhelpful emotion that is there, I mean, women, we are emotional beings. Even men, we, we have emotions for a reason. If there is some emotion there that is unhelpful, we're not going to take that action step or we may do it half-heartedly or we may only, you know, kind of, all right, half the vision or something. But you really need to tap into it fully. And I think, you know, it's a huge opportunity again for for a breakthrough to recognize as you said really manage you know be understanding of the emotions that you have and manage them well once you do do that my goodness you really can see the results in your life and of course in your your business skyrocket so what's the fourth skill that's essential so be able to make decisions and what i mean is that if you have a plan b you have not made a decision (laughs) (laughs) do not have a plan B. It is, I am doing this or I am not doing this. Not, oh, if that doesn't work, then I'll just, you know, do plan B over here. When you waver, not only do you kind of ripple out into the universe, you're signaling the universe in various ways that maybe you don't want what you want. But most importantly, when you're establishing trust with your partner about what you want to build, it's going to cause them to waver in their trust for you. Yeah. So 
And it also becomes a huge energy drain. And it's like this whole cycle of going down the rabbit hole of like, oh, I committed. And then it didn't really happen. And I always ask, you know, my clients and my colleagues and my friends like, okay, but did you make a decision? Mm. Or did you say, oh, if this doesn't work, I've got a plan B. Yeah. I'm so with you on that one, Alexis. It's so true. (laughs) You have some people that say, well, this is what's your plan B, plan a plan B. As soon as you even give voice to that, it's kind of seeding that seed of doubt, isn't it? That, well, maybe it won't work. And this is what I'm going to do. It's like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And maybe there might be a different way of getting to that plan A. You know, the plan may change as how you get there and the action step that you take. But my goodness, this is what I really want to achieve. And deciding to do that's so important. Yeah. And so the last skill that's also super important, just as important as make a decision, <laughs> learning to hone that skill is have the difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. We av- spend so much time avoiding things because we don't want to hurt people's feelings or, you know, we're afraid of what someone else is going to say to us or it might just be, oh my God, he's going to say the thing over and over again. But we have to have those difficult conversations, especially the money conversation with our partners. Yes. We have to be in conversation with that because when you allow energy energy to just to fester, it becomes an energy drain. We don't realize how much energy it takes to maintain a situation that you want to avoid. It can be very, very draining. And it's so much more freeing when you can just out yourself, put things out there and allow somebody else to respond because then at least you have an answer and you know how to take action from there. Otherwise you stagnate and stagnation can happen very, very quickly. Yeah. And you know, sometimes we can, you know, that saying we build mountains out of molehills, that particular conversation, we can continue to have in our head in actual fact when we have the conversations like wow that was really easy and so some of the conversations that we think are absolutely huge may not be at all however they certainly will be if we continue to allow it to fester and I I love the way that you've said you know have those conversations and you may surprise yourself that uh, they're not that difficult at all so talk about why do leaders need a solid inner foundation and how does a person go about creating that so when you're leading, most likely you are introducing an, an innovative concept, something that, you know, a higher vision that you've gotten that you're ready to put out into the world that may not have all of the evidence to back it up and all the science that we love to have to prove ourselves right and all those things. So you have to have it as a leader. You have to be very strong in your conviction. And this goes past confidence. It goes past everything else, not to the point where you're obsessed with it, but of course, but you feel convicted. It sits in your heart space and it's like just waiting to climb out. You know, it's like, it's got to get out into the world. Mm -hmm. Having a strong foundation leads you through when people tell you no. It leads you through when people are like, well, I'm not sure I, I agree with that. When things happen that don't go your way, it keeps you moving forward. So having a strong inner foundation where you're connecting in on a daily basis and really sitting with what your calling is, with your purpose, immersing yourself in that energy is super helpful as a leader because that's where you're going to be leading from. People are going to connect with you from your passion, Mm -hmm. from the words you're putting out there, from the truth that you are speaking. So the way to go about establishing a really strong inner foundation is number first and foremost to acknowledge and have a relationship with your higher power. Universe, God, whatever you want to call it, is to have a relationship with that. Mm -hmm. That is first and foremost. The second thing that I find is also surprising as well, well, not so much working with women, but have working with some men as well, is that you need to resolve any issues that you may have with your body. And what I mean by that is body confidence 
actually accounts for about 90% of the confidence we feel on a daily basis. It is surprising how a bad hair day can somehow take you out (laughs) (laughs) from speaking your message or how 25 pounds can keep you from getting on a stage and talking to 200 eager people who need to hear you. So we have to resolve those once and for all. So that's not a barrier to us getting out in front of people. Mm Oh, and it would Simon. seem funny not to have that as an inner foundation, but you don't realize until you're about to step on stage all the crazy things that happen in your head. <laughs> you're like, oh no, maybe I shouldn't get on there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, what's the third step? And thirdly, to having a really strong inner foundation is to have what I love to call a productivity ritual that I call filling your love bucket. So, What this is and why it accounts for your strong inner foundation is because when you're operating from a sense of love, you can overcome anything, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to do the things that make you feel good on a daily basis or else you won't take action. So for example, I have every single one of my clients, they give me their love productivity homework and I'm like, okay, well, what did you do for yourself today? Oh, you know, I finally took time out to work out or to make a great meal or to have a bubble bath or meet with my friends or just had a, you know, a three hour play date with my son, you know, Mm -hmm. no phone, no nothing. (laughs) Or I, you know, did a spontaneous date with my partner. So we have to be able to fill ourselves first, fill that bucket. So we're not reaching outside of ourselves for anything in that sense. Mm -hmm. So we can be solid with who we are. It's important to be the mountain and not the wind. Yeah. Love those three steps to really support us in building that um, solid inner foundation. Now, when we're talking about, say, a support team, and it's so very important to, to feel and be supported, how should we create a support team if we're finding that there's a bit of pressure from our partners? You know, there's a bit of force there. There's a bit of conflict there. How do we go about creating that, yeah, when that situation is is there with our partners? So always start from the premise that you are not asking for permission, you are asking for support. Mm-hmm. So the moment you go into, oh, well, I was just hoping that you would say yes to this, that is totally permission energy, and that gives your partner the ability to kind of squash what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So again, you want to walk in firm in your conviction, but you want to ask for support. You want to be really clear with what you're building as well. So if you can extend your vision, no matter how crazy you may think it is, no matter what you think your partner would say to it, it's important to go in and actually have those difficult conversations and address their concerns. It is a legitimate concern to wonder if, okay, well, what's our money going to look like for the next few months? And you can say, yep, I know it might be lower than what it is, but this is how I plan on cutting back to make sure we take care of the important pieces while I'm working on what I'm doing. Mm. So you always want to come in with a plan of how you want to resolve it. Never bring a concern forward unless you have a plan for how you're going to resolve it because that is going to strike fear in your partner and or doubt, and that could cause them to overreact to whatever you may bring as an issue or or addressing their concerns. And you want to be in constant conversation. So if you come out of your office and your partner asks, like, how was your day? Say, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. You know, I connected with three other women entrepreneurs. We're going to be doing this, this, and this. You don't have to give them the whole rundown of your day, but at least give enough so that, you know, your partner knows what you're working on. 
Mm. I, I mean, it's astonishing how much my boyfriend remembers me. He goes, well, how is that partnership going? I'm like, it's going really well. I'm mean, thank you for asking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so important, isn't it? It happened. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And how often do we approach our partners and our spouses? And because we haven't set through or thought through some of the proposed action steps and how we're going to achieve things, it's very much, yeah, unknown. And I think that's really what tends to, to cause alarm bells. But once they can see that we're thought about this then we can talk about the steps to achieving it rather than is this a yes or is this a, is a no so so insightful and I, and I know so many people have, have really had these light bulb moments go off and wow I love that love that love that so Alexis how can people find out more about you and connect with you so they can find out more about me on my website www.alexis elogan.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-S-E-L-O-G-A-N.com. And you can also hang out with me on Twitter as well. My username is Alexis E. Logan and also the same for Instagram. Yeah, fantastic. Look, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Alexis. Really more golden nuggets for people uh, to take away with them. Thank you so much for having me. It was just great to be able to, to get this information out there so we can create epic personal lives as well as our businesses. Yeah, certainly. So there you go. Now, this is show 141. And if you would like to find all of those different links and how to connect with Alexis, just go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES141. And they are there. If this is the first time that you are joined us today, uh, glad that you've uh, spent that little time with us. I know that you've taken away lots of ahas and insights please remind you to go and subscribe to the show just like Alexis has joined us this week we've got lots of other guest experts who are lined up to, to join us in the coming weeks and we certainly want you to to be part of that as well all of the links to be able to do that to subscribe on our iTunes channel and leave a comment and a, a rating there that helps us get the show out to other people that's all there on the show notes as well so this is Anne-Marie have a fantastic week and go and take those actions to help you grow a successful business. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.